This is the Total Off-Road Podcast Midweek Mini. I'm Steve. And I'm Ian. And today, we are going to talk about trail, rig, supplies, and accessories. Things to pack before you hit the trail. Things not to pack. Things not to pack. Yeah. Interesting. You ever wheeled with one of those people that like everything has 9,000 fucking things in the back I know of the rig guy. and you're like, bro, I literally, you have not a damn thing I need right now. <laughs> oh no, I don't know. That but yet. like, like you like, Hey, I need whatever. Yeah. And he's like, well, hold on. Let me check. And he's Man. like, fumble fucking through all this shit. And like, you're like, dude, why do you have that? What, what do you, <laughs> why did you think you needed whatever it is? Like, that is so stupid. I was that guy. You were that guy? Back in the day. Okay. So I had like, I had like three toolboxes, little ones, and they had rando stuff in them because the Jeep was also a daily. Yep. And so like, I go to the junkyard and buy up some random stuff and it'd be sitting there. Like, hmm. I have one toolbox sitting in the shed right now that still has some of my old stuff in it. Yep. And it's got like, it's got like, uh, some like poker tongs for like, poking something like on the fire like flipping food in the fire okay it's got some like those it's got uh a prospector badge off of like some old dodge or something okay uh good just, stuff to have while you're on the trail doing ran, wheeling just like, rando ass shit what, well a poker stick for a fire works for you <laughs> oh you need an axle shift no i don't have one of those but i got this poker stick i do have a prospector badge will that help you does this make it go faster you need a u-joint Oh, no. I've got this. I've got this random poly bushing or half of one anyway. Yep. <laughs> so we were talking a few times throughout this weekend with our trail riders run about tools and like a good brand of tool for trail, like throw in your trail bag, your gear bag, whatever, and run on that. Um, a few people were talking about Tecton tools and their quality. Mm-hmm. And uh, the point was made that Harbor Freight's pretty good quality if you drop it in the mud. And you sure shit don't want to go back digging for it. Yeah, that's so true. you sure wouldn't want a little expensive you, wrench or something. Then you buy the Pittsburgh ones, not the icon. Yeah. Yeah. So that had me thinking. I was like, man, I'd really like to get a nice setup put together so I don't have to. Because when I go wheeling, mm-hmm. usually I grab a bag and I just go to my like wrench organizers on the wall. And I'm like, this one, this one, this one, eh, maybe this one, you know, and I just randomly start Rando throwing wrenches. shit like Phillips, <laughs> flat blade, you know, uh-huh. pliers, needle nose, snap ring. And I'm like, whatever. I got a nice socket set came off the Mack truck, but it was their cheap line. It's a nice blown molded case with three eighths mm-hmm. deep, um, shallow, three or four extensions, ratchet. All the things. Metric standard, perfect. It fits and real nice in the buggy locks and all that. But I would like to do a nice, I know that uh, wrench rolls. Mm-hmm. You ever looked into those? I have a like the old school stuff. Yeah. I would, but they have good ones? They have some now that have, you just like roll them out and they mm-hmm. have like zippered pouches. Oh. So you can put like different tools, a plier, snap ring plier, shit like that in this and then roll nice. it all up and throw it in the back seat of the buggy. I like that. Like I bought that bag from Harbor Freight. Mm-hmm. That blue Hercules bag, like tool bag. Yeah, I yep. filled it up with my recovery gear, so it's just my recovery bag. So I have a, a yeah, I have a tool bag that's full of like soft shackles, mm-hmm. snatch block, tree saver. Uh, my kinetic ropes just thrown mm-hmm. in the back. Yeah, my Ooh, kinetic ropes wrapped up and thrown in the back. Yeah. of the buggy. But I'd like to up my tool game. That was one thing I just had a unorganized cluster yeah. that I just felt like i could be better prepared i have the same thing nowadays i just want to pack a tool bag that has some of the necessities and in reality you could literally like 
just as you're building your rig, you could take notes or whatever, what you're building. Mm-hmm. And then you could almost build your tool bag for your rig. For your stuff. Yep. Um, may cost you a couple extra bucks, but if you have, like, you don't need to take everything. No. Like when it comes to a half inch or a like half inch sockets, do you need to bring the entire kit from 10 millimeter all the way to, you know, inch and a half? Nope. Probably not. I would say not. Yeah. The only half inch socket I take is for my lug nuts. Yeah. And it's a 13 16 that fits my trailer yeah. and my truck. And see, that's where like weight savings could really come into handy. You're not taking an entire kit with you. Yeah. Especially half inch sockets are yeah, heavy. Yeah, heavy. And three quarter um, inch. Do you have a jack in the Loki? Nope. Not currently. Okay. Uh, You know, I don't. I had a high lift in Matt's truck. My high, I wonder if that's my high lift. Is that my stuff? I think it might be. I need that back. I had to think about that for a second. I think that might be my high lift. My high lift was at his, at his house. Are you planning on mounting a high lift on I it somehow? I need to. Don't know where it's going to go yet. That's my biggest dilemma. I used to have it mounted behind the seat. Yep. And it would still fit there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to put it yet. Because my I problem is I need a tall high lift. That sucks. And where do you put that on a buggy? On the back rail, just like up at an angle. It wouldn't. It's too long. It's too too long. Was it is it wider than the vehicle? High lift? It's a wider than the vehicle? Probably. It's an S10 cab, so. Wow. Huh. Uh, could you add an angle behind the vehicle? Maybe. Is the fuel cell in the way? Yep. Hmm. Uh, rock slider. Yeah. <laughs> on the hood like a Jeep. Full Jeep all across the hood. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know what you're going to do with I it. I would like to have one, but uh, I sure shit don't know where to put it. Get one that's in three pieces. A three-piece high lift. Yes. Are you, I mean, is that a thing? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know what I need because I need the tall one. You need the tall it's one. It's the 60-inch extreme. Huh. But I sure cannot fit it anywhere that I've come up with yet. I don't know what you're going to do with it. I don't either. Mm. Either way. <clears throat> so you would pack a high lift. You'd pack your tool bag. Yep. What else you want to bring with you? Um, I think you need to have a half inch impact for lug nuts. Really? Why do yeah. you need a half inch impact for lug nuts? Like you couldn't use a ratchet? Well, I suppose you could. Yeah. Okay. Do you have air? I have a compressor, but I'm Will not running run an impact. It, I don't know. It might. I know that I, my little half gallon that you gave me or whatever that thing is. Mm-hmm. An impact would get like three Ugga Duggas, and then you have to wait for that compressor to air back mm-hmm. up because it is not going to do what you need it to. Learn um, that while we were doing that filter project. Here's my thought. Yes. I have set it up that it works out nicely that my trailer and my buggy take 1316. Yeah. So when I go on a wheeling trip or anywhere with my trailer... I take my half inch Milwaukee impact and a 13 16 oh. socket, throw it on it, and I'm done. You're going to take electric impact. Yeah. That's so not a bad if idea. I have to change a trailer tire or a buggy tire, I have right. a half inch impact to zip it off, zip it back on. Yeah. I think if you get a half inch electric impact, I think it's not a bad idea to carry that. <clears throat> they don't yep. weigh that much. And when it comes to doing things on the Jeep, it could really speed up your process if you're doing something bigger, like steering related mm-hmm. or something like that that requires an impact. Or they could you could use an impact for specialty sockets is another one definitely like Dana sixty fourteen bolt hub sockets yep did not bring those with me but I, I had, had mine Derek probably had his uh, snap ring pliers yep. for your hubs or your slugs whatever mm-hmm. you need to do 
Um, I didn't bring any of that stuff this week. I'm sure glad nothing broke. <laughs> I didn't pack any of that. So one of the other things I think you should take with you is a safety kit. Like a first aid kit. Yeah, first aid kit. Yeah. Yep. And I had did have that. Yep. That's in the Jeep. I bought one specifically for the Jeep and I packed it underneath the seat. It's something that you need to check uh probably annually. Yep. And make sure that you have that it's all um not there's some stuff in there that does expire, I believe. Yep. So you want to check on that. Make sure it's stocked if you used anything the last go around, things like that. You know, I'm just saying, like, this is a dangerous hobby, whether anybody well, wants to admit it or not. Well, you slip off but a rock and, you know, even if you, even if you cut your leg open, your right. arm, yeah. your finger, hell, a finger. I mean, Random. just throw some super glue on it and be done. Yep. But you should still have that. It'd but be nice have to it. have it yep. to do it. Yeah. I bought a full first aid kit. Cost me like 25 yeah, bucks or they're something. They're not expensive for not a nice bad. in a bag. They're usually in like a bag or a plastic box or something like yeah, that. It's a plastic box. Yep. Just throw it in the back and let her ride. Yep. And that's what I did. I did that last year. I did that before the uh, Winterfest. Mm-hmm. I had to get one. Yep. Out. The other thing that I would think is underrated is a tire plug kit. Oh, yes. I have that in my go bag. My tool bag has it. Oh, and I've got some on my back shelf there, too. Mm-hmm. Got some plugs and stuff. Tire plug kit. Never yeah. know. Trailer tire. Mm-hmm. Tow rig tire. It could help. Wheel and rig tire. Yeah. Even if you could stuff six and seven plugs in a hole. Get you off a trail, get you back to somewhere where you can get the tire fixed or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I've heard uh, guys pretty, doing that. pretty tire plugs are pretty damn cheap. Yeah. And are. pretty lightweight. Yep. To, uh, I not. mean, you don't have to take up a lot of room, not a lot of weight, so on and so forth. Fire extinguishers. Yep. Should definitely. How have many a fire do you have in your rig? Two. Two? Yep. What kind are they? Just, I don't know. Just regular Kitty, fire extinguisher. <laughs> get out. What size? They, are they big ones? No, they're smaller. Two and a half pounders? Maybe. Two pound, pound if and that, a half. They're pretty small. They're like automotive kind of. Okay. But they're small. I think that the first aid idea is the best one. Yeah. Carrying well, first aids. Yep. Um, fire extinguishers. Fire aid, sorry. Fire aid. Oh, My bad. That's yeah. not what I meant. Okay. Fire aid. Fire aid. The biggest selling point for me on fire aid was it's non-corrosive. Yep. Everybody's dumped off a fire extinguisher and you go... Boy, that shit is nasty. Yep. And it is. It's also very, very corrosive. So if you're, you know, I don't know, electrical starts on fire. Yeah. You're going to hit it with a fire extinguisher because it's on fire and you are panicking. And you. And now you will forever deal with corrosion. It's yeah. nasty. That's crazy. Nasty stuff. Yep. I need to order some fire aid. So fire aid. I've also screwed around with one because I mm-hmm. punctured a thing. <laughs> so I just use the rest of it on some makeshift fire. Um, <laughs> some makeshift fire. If you like light something on fire, uh-huh. hit it with fire aid and then touch it. It's cool to touch. How does that work? I don't understand it. And I was skeptical of trying it, but I tried it. And <laughs> here it is. I am alive to tell you today that it was impressive. Didn't burn you. Nope. Huh. But what it does is it almost suffocates. It's kind of like foam for fighting like jetliner fires. Mm-hmm. You can't extinguish it, but you can smother it. Yeah. So on a fuel fire, if you hit it with a fire extinguisher, you put the flame out, but it can still combust and light back up. Right. Where that fire aid almost puts like a blanket of foam mm-hmm. over it, and it it's not going to relight. Really? Because it's covered and it's, And it's non-corrosive. Yes. That's and you awesome. just wash it off. Wow. You literally just, it's got a nice fragrance to it, to be quite honest with you. It's kind of like an orange gojo kind of scent. Nice. Um, And then you just wash it off. You literally just rinse it off and it's good to go. I love it. I'm going to, I definitely, on my list, definitely something I want to get. 
I yep. might just buy enough to put in all the vehicles. Wouldn't hurt. Nope. How long does that stuff last in the can? I don't know, you know if there is a shelf life on it, to be mm. honest with you. We should get them on for one for an episode. Get some info. Get some more info about Fire Aid. Um, I just know that uh, you don't want to be caught without a fire extinguisher when you need one. No, that's worst. I need water bottles. Pee on it. Something. I could, I could be honest and say if my rig burnt to the ground, mm. I, I could not imagine standing there and watching all the money and time just burn and do nothing. Yep. Um, that That's one thing. Yeah. But knowing that I built something that lit on fire and hurt <laughs> someone else. Oh, yeah. Bro. That'd be bad. That would not be good. No. Um Especially, you know, my wife wants to go, so yeah. she's in the front seat. Yep, and fuel line ruptures or something. Mm-hmm. I at that time I could give no cares in the world about the rig. about the rig. Mm-hmm. I just want anybody who's in that passenger seat or driver's seat, if it's not me, mm-hmm. to get out of that rig safely, quickly, and not get hurt. So, is there a way to mount fire aid for you, like within arm's reach? Yep, really. I'm going to put, I haven't done it. I've just got the two on the outside of the rig so somebody could grab one and mm-hmm. use it. Um, but in my old Toyota Truggy, I had enough room between the seats that I had a two and a half pound fire extinguisher between mm-hmm. the seats. My thought is I want to mount a fire aid up under the dash, like right up on the trans tunnel area Yeah, that either passenger could, or, you know, driver or passenger mm-hmm. could grab, pull off, use in case of a fire. That'd be nice. Because the problem is you're like, oh, I'll just get out and grab the one behind me on the roll cage and be fine. What if you're upside down or on your side with your side down in the dirt Mm -hmm. and you can't get out of this vehicle? And oh, by the way, you're wearing harnesses and that's by the way, the shit's on fire. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, what can you where can you put it where you could be completely strapped in four point? That's the key. And be like. You need yep. to be belted in mm-hmm. and be able to grab it. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be all oh, and turn around and grab it from behind my seat. Mm-hmm. That's great in the driveway. Yeah. But in reality, in a bad situation, fire never happens when you're sitting around bored, sitting next to a fire extinguisher, checking it out. You know, <laughs> doesn't so seem to. If you're belted in, you yeah. should be able to reach three things inside of a vehicle, in my opinion. The shut off. The kill switch to kill the engine uh-huh. and fuel pump. Uh-huh. The transmission shifter mm-hmm. to put it in park and a fire extinguisher i like it your passenger can definitely do at least two of those right now yep I like that here's another thing idea. that relates to safety and kind of pulls us back on topic mm-hmm. harbor freight sells them i'm sure you can get them anywhere now but i used to get them from harbor freight back in the day those real big like carabiner clips yeah the real big ones mm-hmm. buy those yep. they're like a dollar yeah take your tool bag Clip it on the handle of your tool bag mm-hmm. and clip it to something. Good idea. You roll your you roll your rig over. That tool bag is now a heavy projectile. Yes. Worst case scenario, and I've seen this firsthand. Mm-hmm. It blow. It was in the back of a Jeep Cherokee, and he endowed it end over end and landed it back on its tires. Yeah. Blew both back windows out because he had crap in the back that was unsecured and wow. knocked the windows out. Wow. Because it had a full exo cage. Yeah. So everything else was fine. It just blew the back windows out and the, for him. and the hatch and yeah. the two back side windows because he had 
crap flying around in the back of the Jeep that it knocked the windows out of it. I like the carabiner idea. So you take that clip and clip it to a seat belt, a roll bar, something in the vehicle Mm -hmm. to... It doesn't secure it. It doesn't need to not move. It can yeah. slide around. Right. But if you roll it over or stop real fast or something, it doesn't exit stage left. I think I might look into putting a bar on my little shelves on the side. Mm-hmm. I might build a little like almost like the the rails you used to see on pickup bids. Yep. Build something like that that I can latch things yep. to. And you just idea. use, like I said, I've, I always use those big carabiners yeah. from Harbor Freight because they're like a buck. Be plenty big enough. And they clip on a roll bar. Mm-hmm. They're big enough you can clip over an inch and three quarter bar. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was always I like do. That. I that's clip it to my idea. harness bar on the back. I had a tool bag in the back that had something in it. And I like put all the, I put all my back, like all of it in a bag. And I was like, well, I'd rather get hit by a, bag than this thing yep oh it was the it was my uh recovery hitch oh the recovery yeah. hitch and some d-rings and i put them all inside that rec- that hercules bag i'm like yep. i think the bag would hurt less full of this than it it's would it's still gonna hurt <laughs> yeah but i think it would hurt less yeah yeah luckily we didn't have any rollovers any like even case of rollover but that is true yeah um but yeah that's the stuff like when you're packing that you don't think about no. the other thing that drives me absolutely insane to watch mm-hmm and I don't understand why it upsets me. So it doesn't upset me. It just annoys me. Yeah. Coolers. Mm-hmm. Put a freaking ratchet strap or a bungee cord over the lid of your cooler. How many videos have you ever watched <laughs> somebody bouncing on this rock ledge and her cooler blows shoot. open and crap sandwiches or beers, yeah. water, Gatorade goes flying everywhere. Or the cooler itself just exits. Well, I've seen left. that too. And yeah. I'm like, all right, you just didn't strap anything <laughs> down. But like they strap the cooler down, but the lid of the cooler is like. Right. Boing. Flailing open. Yeah. Good thought. I'm like, dude, a bungee cord, a like 35 cent bungee cord <laughs> would save your alcohol from alcohol abuse. Yes. Of flying out of the cooler. Or, your, or all of your hydration. Or your sandwiches. Uh, or we don't need any dirt sandwiches. So no, definitely not. But that's another thing. Yeah. You know, when it comes to packing of like just securing your stuff. I need to know? get a small cooler. I'd love to get a refrigerator. But you I don't can, know you can do it. I know. It just takes money. Takes money. <laughs> um, what other essential tools would you pack in your rig? Recovery gear, your tool bag that has a lot of your tools in it. You know, your I love how you said snap ring pliers mm-hmm. and um, you know specialty tools specifically yep. because not everybody's gonna not not everybody that passes you on the trail is gonna have one. Mm-hmm. And if you have it, somebody else breaks down. You can be like, I have that. I have some snap ring pliers. Um, extra parts. What extra U-joints, parts do you carry? U-joints, U-joint straps, um, just your extra little tidbits. Uh, ran in uh, two-door Rob we ran into this weekend. I was saying something about the locker being messed up, and he mm-hmm. came walking up with a package, a Ziploc package from Yukon, and it was a rebuild kit for that top, for the, uh, for the, the quick connect quick on connect the outside thing. of the 9-inch. Yep. yep. And I was like, well, that'd be pretty handy. He's like, if you need this, let me know. Yep. I was like, dang, that's a good idea to stock one of those suckers. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. think about that. Um, for me, I have air lockers, so I have extra airline in the back sitting right there with the air tank. Mm-hmm. So if I need that, I have that. There's just, a, you know, stuff like that is really, really the main thing. I can't think, you know, if you have like bead locks, maybe you bring a couple extra bolts. Um, Hardware is never a bad idea. You don't want to bring a ton, but a couple extras would be nice. Say you're steering. Um, how about Rick? What if Rick would have had two extra heim joints this weekend? 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If all of your heim joints on your on your forelink are the same, why not pack two extras? Yep. You can put this all into one small bag, strap it down with two carabiners because it's going to be fat. And um, everything's there. I really love I really love Joe's setup. Oh, yeah. It's all secured, too, which is nice. In the tailgate, Here's he one. has everything. Grease gun, gloves. Grease gun might be excessive, but. But he has it. He has it. Um, <laughs> it's only excessive until you need it. Another one that I was recently found upon and was like, okay, that's actually a kind of a good idea. So I bought some. Um, you have a brick of Alstom? Uh, I have been lucky enough not to yet. Okay. You ever but seen somebody brick of Alstom? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Colby valve makes those like installable from the outside valve stems from the outside. Mm-hmm. They're like 20 bucks for a pair of them. Right. Yeah. How does that work? Is it like a freeze plug? Yeah. Yeah. It just thread. You just put it in a hole, thread it and it expands it and it just squishes the rubber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good idea. But like, so knowing they're 20 bucks, 10 bucks a pop, right? Yeah. Kind of steep for a valve stem. Meh. But if you break a valve stem that costs you like 38 cents, <laughs> If I if you if I had one of those and I said, here, you can have this and get off the trail for 10 bucks. Get done. Well, I'd hand you 20. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. Yep. Thanks for having that. It's a good idea. And now right. that I knew about it and, and knew like, yeah, oh, that's not too bad. They're tiny. I'd be pissed if I didn't have one. Right. So I just ordered a pair of them. Did you? Threw them in the tool bag. There you go. And that's the thing. Having a tool bag that's already set up for your gear, ready to go. It's it's designated for your rig. Yep. You're like, I'm going wheeling. You either either already in the rig or you pick up these bags. They're marked or you know what color they are or which ones are which. Stick them in there and just strap them in like you said. I really love that idea of the carabiner. I'm mm-hmm. definitely going to look into doing that. Um, the other thing that I can say after kind of thinking about it a little bit for a couple of days, we were talking about tool brands and what you would put in your like a gear bag for off-road stuff. Mm-hmm. The worst ratchet and socket okay that you've ever used picture it like skips every couple teeth like <laughs> yep. the sockets maybe a little thin and maybe not quite 13 millimeters yep. like think of the crappiest one you've ever used yes better than nothing yeah this is true so like if one tooth catches it's at least take you to lose. take a hundred bucks yeah and go to harbor freight yeah. with a coupon and you can even buy, I know you can buy, we were looking the other day, you can buy a, a half inch impact set for like 25 bucks. That's the thing. You could buy all their impact sockets, the Pittsburgh impact sockets. Yep. Like that's they're pretty, pretty good. They're pretty good stuff. Right. But like you could spend probably, I would say realistically $150, $200. Yeah. And build yourself, literally shop yourself a right. tool set that I think would be very very complete for the trail mm-hmm. minus a few special like a spindle nut set or yeah. a spindle nut socket or some yeah, but like snapping pliers screwdrivers pliers crescent wrench mm-hmm. wrenches sockets ratchets all that stuff you can find that stuff real cheap adjustable hammer Freight. yep <laughs> bfh <laughs> a hammer kit would hammers pry, would be pry bar hammer yep punch i mean like yep. all that stuff you can go buy that stuff super cheap yeah and literally if you wanted to you go can amazon spend, it if you don't have a hard yeah. rate and that's i mean you could go buy the cheapest ratchet is better than no ratchet when you need a ratchet right so the old craftsman with the with the round head and the, the yes like 180 spin God, yeah. things, those things suck. they hurt your knuckles i hate those things but it's better than nothing <laughs> if you need work. a ratchet yep it would work uh i have a 
I have one of those Harbor Freight half inch extendable racket ratchets. Yep. And I've seen back in, you know, in past times, I've seen people break them. They're like, oh, I don't want to break my, you know, these things break so easy, blah, blah, blah. I have stood on that ratchet, 220 pounds and bounced on it to take Still some lead nuts loose. Broke it. Yeah. On the fire truck. Mm-hmm. Like stood on that thing, bouncing on it. And nope. Didn't yep. slip a tooth. Didn't let go. Nothing. Hmm. I was like, that's impressive for a Harbor Freight yes, ratchet. Yes, it is. Like, let's be honest. I think I paid like 20 or 25 bucks for that thing. Yep. Um, Another thing to think about, what fluids are you going to pack? So this is my- and how much fluid? This is- All right, I'm going to tell you, because I do. I got a little thing. Okay. Transmission fluid. Mm-hmm. How much? I don't know yet. I'll get to that. Okay. Transmission fluid. Coolant. Mm-hmm. Brake fluid. Mm-hmm. Let me think. That's it. Trans fluid, coolant, brake fluid? Yep. Not going to take any gear oil? What do you need gear oil for? In case you need gear oil. What's leaking on your diff that caused you to need gear oil? I engaged my rear locker and it all came out one side. Okay. Are you going to put new gear oil in and blow it right back out? I'm not going to engage anymore, but I'm definitely going to put new rear fluid in it. Okay. Do you think it's going <laughs> to stay in there if the seal's blown out? I'm just saying, like, I, I have one quart of 8090 with me. I mean, like, I took a couple quarts just because yeah. I was feeling diff, you know, fluid right before yeah. the trip. Mm-hmm. And it's not a bad thing to pack. No. But I look at it from the, like, an axle seal is going to blow out. Yeah. I'm, unless I pack an axle seal and the tools to do it. Yeah. I don't, why, why take fluid? No. You know? Now, if you're going to have a 14-bolt hub seal... And the tools to replace that hub seal, yeah. then you might want to take some fluid. Right. Because you're going to be real pissed when you go through all the work of changing this seal well, just to not have any fluid. What if you're like, um, so do you pack a drain pan with you? So let's say you end up like the kid that was wheeling with us this weekend and he broke an eight and a quarter shaft. Mm-hmm. They disassembled that on trail. Oh, yeah. So. A bucket. Y- yeah. Like a five gallon bucket would work kind of tall yeah. you don't need five gallons worth you only pack no but you could quarters. always you know if you had to move water mm-hmm. or anything it's kind of a multi-purpose thing, right but yeah a little two and a half gallon bucket maybe yeah a little bucket something a little plastic drain pan or something wouldn't mm-hmm. be a bad idea yeah. yeah that's just it like so that's what chris said to me he's like uh if you want to pull that nine apart tonight we can and like just look at it he's like do you have fluid and i was like i got i got one quart he's like well the fluid that's in there is good and then i was like presumably yeah he's like we could just do that yep so yep it was a thought definitely and i had the stuff to do it transmission fluid's a good one yeah yep i had a uh, gallon of transmission fluid because that's kind of interchangeable for your power steering depending on what you're running i would i would say a good rule of thumb with fluid is to at least carry the capacity the capacity of the vehicle yeah of each one Mm, i would say of coolant and trans fluid so you can, if you can dump it all and start over if you need to. If you blow a radiator hose. Yeah. You should be able to fix the radiator hose and fill your cooling system. Yeah. If you blow a trans cooler line, you should be able to fix the line and you're not going to have to fill the entire transmission in the torque converter. Yeah. So you probably don't need like eight quarts of trans fluid. Probably a gallon. But like a gallon would probably mm-hmm. be a pretty good number. Easy to package. One mm-hmm. bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, engine oil. I don't carry engine oil. Yeah. I didn't have, I had a quart with me. Again, because you may need it, you might need a little bit, but like anything Unless that I'm flipping upside down, anything that I'm gonna dump out engine oil wise, I'm probably not gonna put back in. Mm-hmm. Flipping it upside down is a pretty good thing. 
Yeah. I'm also not going to probably be real happy when that happens. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, are you going to be less happy when it flips over and you don't have oil to put back in it? Not without a cage over the roof at the moment. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nope. Just tow me back. I'm not yep, even starting it up. I don't even care. Yep. This thing is toast. Anyway. It's running on six cylinders anyhow. Yes. So yeah. pack for what your rig needs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Go through. Look at what you have to do. If you have a hub unit, what size socket do you need to take that front axle shaft out? You're going to need that. Carry some big pliers because you're going to need big pliers to hold stuff. You know, heim joints, things like that. Those are really the big things. Here's a rule of thumb that would be pretty easy to start out because I know some people are just going to listen to this and go, dude, I don't. This is like the third time I've ever gone off roading. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm going to pack. And they pack everything. Yeah. Here's how I would say to pack. Talk to people. Mm -hmm. Throw a post up on Facebook. What have you broken off-roading? Yeah. And go through the list. Oh, I broke a Heim joint. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do I have Heim joints that may break? Yep. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should take a pair of them. Yep. Oh, I broke a U-joint strap. Do I have a U-joint strap? Maybe I should take a U-joint strap. Yep. Use other people's experience of to what has failed be prepared. to maybe be prepared for yourself. Anything that has failed on your rig, you're probably going to want to have a part for. If you trash a U-joint strap and save the U-joint, mm -hmm. you're going to be real mad if you don't have a spare strap. Yes. Yeah. So if that has happened to you, I promise you those people yeah. have never went off-roading again without another one. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. So, like, you'll build it up over time. But yeah. use other people's experiences to kind of give yourself a baseline and go from there. Right. I mean, some things you're just not going to want to change. Depends on where you go, how far you're going. If I'm driving an hour, I'm going to pack a lot less than when I'm driving eight. So it all depends on That's your rig. Sure. It all depends on how far you're going. But use other people's yeah. experiences, I think, is a pretty good way to kind of give yourself a baseline. Right. Yeah. Well, you want to wrap this one up? We are rolling up on our 30 yep. minute marker. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Midweek Mini. Post up some of your trail bag setups and yeah, fluid like storage and stuff. That's some good stuff that everybody can use. And, Let uh, us know what's learn. in your bag. Yep. We'll definitely have a conversation about that on the Trail Riders page. So go check that out on Facebook, Total Off-Road Podcast Trail Riders. Go check us out on Instagram, Total underscore Off-Road underscore Podcast. And check out our website at TotalOffRoadPodcast.com. If you like these segments and you'd like to donate to us, you can do it over at patreon.com forward slash total off road podcast. Thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you on the trail.